0: Today's episode to wrap up the week is going to be about the label of being strong-willed. Has anyone ever called you strong-willed? Was that a label you wore at some point in your life? Remove that label and replace it with something else. Was that label forced or encouraged out of you? And did that label serve you? And are you still wearing the label strong-willed? Hey, this is Beandrine, formerly known as, oh, good Lord, we don't have time for that. This is My Self-Worth is a Size Zero, a podcast brought to you by Embolden Label. Here, you'll turn your negative inner dialogue into a goal-crushing identity. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time you let someone see you from the inside out? That's what I thought. On yesterday's episode, I describe living a majority of my life, um, gosh, yeah, over half of my life, as being considered to be a strong-willed individual. Now, I think that I was labeled oftentimes strong-willed by someone or um, actually several people in my life who wanted and needed control of situations and circumstances, and I had this habit or ability to push back and try to negotiate or try to understand. And those people labeled me strong-willed because I wasn't willing to be agreeable. I wasn't willing to go with the flow and go along with things. And I think sometimes I would plant my feet in the sand and be as unwilling to move as the other person was unwilling to move creating a lot of conflict. And I was then labeled and sort of blamed for that conflict. Now, I think this is such a double-edged sword because I think that we can plant our feet deep into the sand and be unwilling to bend or move and end up in a situation where we are also unwilling to compromise and creating conflict in our lives with people who are willing to bend and are willing to negotiate based on their terms and ours. And it took me a really long time to see that individuals have like levels of personality traits. And what I mean by that is you can be a 10 out of 10 in strong-willed nature, which is your feet are planted in concrete and you are not moving your feet no matter what or you can be like a five out of 10 in strong willed. And that may mean, listen, my feet are buried in the sand, but if a wave comes and encourages me to wiggle my toes, I'm probably going to loosen that grip that I have in that sand. And I'm going to be willing to take a step in your direction. And so this show is really about measuring the intangible, measuring the personality traits, measuring the behaviors, measuring the labels that you're wearing in order to really fully understand who you are as a person and how those labels are either serving you or hurting you. So if you would consider yourself to be strong-willed, I want you to think about on a scale from one to 10, one being you are not strong-willed at all. In fact, one would be someone who's probably agreeable in nature Five being, I'm pretty good at compromising, I'm pretty good at hearing people out, I'm pretty um, good at speaking my truth, and and like wanting people to hear my side of why I want something a certain way. And ten being, I'm unwavering, I'm unwilling, and I am unable even to move your direction because I am so deeply rooted in my strong-willed nature. Now, the actual definition of being strong-willed is being determined to do as one wants, even if other people advise against it. So this is someone who can't be told that they're wrong. they probably lack accountability and have a hard time taking ownership for their part in things. They may actually do things as a detriment to themselves because they are unwilling to be encouraged in another direction. They may not be good listeners because they are so sure about the things that they want and the people or person that they want to be. And so being strong-willed can be a good thing, And I believe it can also be highly negative for us in our long-term development of relationships and success. But when I think about a lot of the people in my life who are strong-willed, they are highly successful based on societal measurements, meaning they might make a lot of money, they might have large homes, they might be the leaders of companies, they might even have more extravagant lifestyle bonuses, I don't know what to call them, like um, staying at really expensive hotels or flying in private jets or living in $10 million houses on the side of mountaintops. I think of strong-willed people being highly competitive, highly, um, like having a need to be in charge and having a Um, like a high sense of urgency, like they must get things done right now and it must be their way. Now, oftentimes I think that this strong-willed label is encouraged in our society and yet it makes conflict arise in relationships quite often and quite easily. But letting go of being strong-willed is a very difficult tag to pull off and remove or even Redefine or reframe because there doesn't seem to be a benefit for removing this label of strong willed. Now, I described in yesterday's episode that I've lived a lot of my life as being, you know, being labeled or being seen as strong willed or sure about what I wanted. And then I lived a lot of years as being seen as very agreeable, which are very polarizing opposites. And I would say that I have experienced now what I would consider to be a full spectrum of that that black and white all the way in between and all shades of gray of that meaning I've lived parts of my life as a very stubborn-natured person. I've lived parts of my life as someone who very easily and very willingly self-sacrificed to please others and to live harmoniously with someone who was very stubborn and strong-willed. And so... I've also, in my healing, kind of pendulum swung back and forth between those two things until I've settled into this very comfortable middle place in this where I would consider myself a a good negotiator, someone who is willing to listen, who's willing to hear people out, who's willing to speak up for myself, and who's willing to compromise in the center of an agreement in order to have connection with others, which is something that I value greatly. And so I really have experienced kind of the full spectrum of these two polarizing labels, behaviors, or personality traits, however you want to look at them. And I think about a time in my life, um, gosh, this was probably about six years ago. I got an opportunity to go to Maui on vacation, and I was with some great friends. And one of the days that we were at the beach, I buried my, my legs in the sand, till about like my shin height. So just below my knee. And I remember standing there with my feet planted in the sand and I had packed all of the sand around me. And then the water, the wave had made that sand stronger. It had almost bound that sand around my leg as if my legs were like concreted in or planted in the sand. And I remember a good friend coming up to me And just casually having a conversation with me and he gently like pushed my shoulders back and I fell because my feet were planted in the sand now luckily he pushed me back and so what happened was I caught myself with my arms I fell down in the sand and my knees bent giving me some of that compromise right it didn't break me because I had a direction to bend. And so though my feet were planted in the sand, I was able to bend because of the way simply that my body was positioned and the way in which he pushed me. Now, he pushed me to be funny and to be um, like teasing me. And it was um, quite funny and it was no big deal. But I oftentimes think of had he come up behind me and shoved me in an angry or protective or um, like damaging kind of way, I wouldn't have had the same flexibility to bend. In fact, it probably would have broken me in some way, hurt me in some way to be pushed from the other direction, especially with more heat or more force. And when I go back in my life and I think about kind of the different levels of strong-willed nature, I think about um, what I would describe to be Like, I know what I want, I'm willing to stand up for that, and I'm willing to hear you out and come your direction. And that I would describe as more, my feet are planted in the sand, but someone is pushing me kind of gently backwards, and my body, my will, so to speak, is able to bend. And then I think about times in my life where I was more strong-willed, where I would consider myself a 9 or 10 out of 10. And I would measure that um, that intangible label of strong willed as high, and in that system or situation or the season really of wearing that strong willed label with a lot of weight, I think of it more as the second um, the second like situation that I described being my feet are so planted in the sand that I'm so unwilling to bend that it's actually to my own detriment. And the thing about that is, is that it is pretty unlikely that a strong-willed person is going to attract someone who is more strong-willed, who's willing to push you to the point of hurting you, who's willing to shove you from the backside where your knees aren't going to bend, where you are, you're going to be hurt if someone forces your body or your will in that direction. And so I find that um, redefining that label of strong willed is less likely for those that are in your life that you would consider to be strong-willed because there's no perceived benefit from them. And usually people who consider themselves to be strong-willed are unwilling to change until they hit a point in their lives where they do hit a breaking point, where somebody does hurt them to an extent where they have no choice but to consider moving their feet in a way where the next time they get shoved, it won't hurt them. And I can definitely say that that was the case for me. I ran into a relationship with someone who was not willing to hear my voice, who was not willing to see my side of things. And the more I planted my feet in the sand, the more he was adamant about coming up behind me and shoving me making sure that it was known that he was more dominant than I was, making sure that I knew that his way would win every time. And over time, I started planting my feet less and less deep in the sand because every time it hurt it hurt my will, it hurt my desires, it hurt my need. And I decided that for me to have a need at all was not going to work in this particular relationship with this person. Now, had I been in a circumstance where I could have just walked away, I probably would have, especially after a season, a long season of being in relationship with this person. But that wasn't an option for me at that time, and I was honestly fearful of the ramifications of cutting off that relationship in my life. And so what I did is I continued to raise my feet above the sand to the point where I wasn't burying my feet in the sand anymore. In fact, I would just learn to be agreeable. I would learn to walk his direction because I knew his feet were planted deeply in the sand. Now, I don't know how to describe this, but I think it's important because though being a 10 out of 10 and strong-willed was not good for me and it was uncompromising to live that way, it was also not serving for me to turn into an entirely agreeable person who was self-sacrificing my own needs and my own wants and my own desires. And so what I did when I had... The strong willed tag pulled out of me without my control or without my knowing, really, is that I attached many other negative labels in its place. And when we take out a negative label, we want to be in control to attach a positive label in its place. When someone changes who we are, whether it be in a system of trauma or abuse or control or manipulation or dominance, we oftentimes will find that many other negative labels will be put back into that place. And it could be in replacement of a label that we consider to be negative, or it could be um, in replacement of 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 a label that we see as positive. Now, I think this is tough because it takes years sometimes to look back and look at a label that we lost and wonder to ourselves, was that a negative or was that a positive? What I've described for you in this episode is that I see that maybe the level of which I was strong-willed wasn't healthy. However, I could have just and should have just dialed back my strong-willed nature where I was able to more negotiate my reason or my point in a way that was satisfying and serving for both of the parties in the relationship. Now, I realize that that's not always easy to do, but there are tools that you can learn to be able to dial back certain personality traits that will bring harmony into a relationship without the help or the um, collaboration of the other person. I know if you're listening to this, you're thinking, yeah, right. There's no way, and I'm here to tell you that not only have I learned the tools, but I've mastered them, and I have a relationship with this person still, and I also feel like I don't have to wear the label strong-willed or agreeable with this person because of the work that I've done on those very labels that I wear. So I want you to ask yourself while you're listening to this episode, do you wear the tag strong-willed? And how would you measure that? How large is that label? How much weight does it bear within you? And is it something that serves you or is it something that hurts you? Now, if it serves you, does it also serve your relationships or does it cause conflict? Is this a label that you would like to adjust and maybe not entirely remove? Now, since this episode is in conjunction, it's sort of supporting this initial episode that I put out a couple of days ago about people pleasing, I want you to ask yourself, are you surrounded by people pleasers? Are you someone who is strong-willed, who likes to be in control, who is considered to be a dominant personality or someone who is unwavering or unwilling? And are you surrounded by yes people? And do you have a judgment that you make about those yes people? These are all questions that will be increasingly helpful for you to decide if you are both being serving to yourself and being sure about what your needs are, and are you making the space for the people in your life who also have needs and who might be unwilling to express those things? These are hard questions to ask yourself if you are someone who considers yourself to be strong-willed, because you may not see the relationship benefit or the personal benefit in changing or turning the dial back on your strong-willed nature. But I hope you will give this a consideration. And if you have any questions or you want to discuss or share your opinion about this episode, please shoot me an email at be at That's B-E-E at embldn And I'll drop my email in the show notes as always. Have a wonderful day and I will see you Monday.